something that Mr. Uh, Sharma says that are for everybody. And why do you see it? You see, even Abraham, Yaakov, Yosef, Moshe, everybody, David, the biggest tzaddikim, they get judged. So you see, that's the judgment in the world. And that should be a deterrent factor. And you had a big question. And the big question was, why is that a ha'ara for Hamaynam? That's a ha'ara for the G'dayda. Because we know, and he says himself, there's a principle of HaKadosh Prophet's medakim and HaKadosh Tzadikim B'chut HaSairah. And it comes to Tzadikim, HaShem is medakim in every single point of them. And if that's the guy, the person says, well, I see HaShem is medakim, and so exacting in judgment, but the Tzadik. So that's for the Tzadik. I'm not a Tzadik. It's not going to apply to me. HaShem is not being medakim with me like that. So why should I be inspired? Why should I be uh, frightened into, so to speak, being careful what I do? Because I see that I shouldn't punish Abraham Avinu for an unnecessary work. I don't think I'm Abraham Avinu. I don't think I should going to hold me to that standard. And if that's the case, how do we, in, or, let's explain the question better, in what way do we see in the fact that Hashem is some adaptive fat tzaddikim as something which is a warning to everybody else? What is that? On our level, they'd be monastic. What's the problem? So then you can look at people now then. You see, they're not the biggest tzaddik. You see people get punished. But what's the aradaka from the fact that she's a doctor from tzaddik? You run a punishment, you see everyone in the world gets punished. No one gets away from the dead. So then I can stand it. If regular people get punished and get judged, so then I'm in that category too. When you say, you know, you see the kind of careful how much of the doctor from tzaddik, so then it's kilo. Let's make it something real and out there. When somebody would tell you, you know, the villain gone, let's help the judge because of 10 seconds of little time. Well, that's the villain gone. How do I be holding with 10 seconds of little time? Well, it shows you how far this can go. For a person who's such a big tzaddik, so he gets judged on such a fine level. I'm not such a big tzaddik. Hashem, I don't think Hashem, is Hashem going to judge me to the same standard? That's the question. That's the question. Because Hashem is going back to the tzaddik and the And if I'm not that tzaddik, I'm not going to get judged for the tzaddik. Explain that to you. Before you answer the question, I may have to explain me as such. What does it mean Hashem is redacted with Tzadik and Kukut Asar? Hashem is redacted with everything. The din is, like we say, in Tzimatza Oymek Adin, then it's with everything. And Hashem is fair, Hashem is just. So Hashem is going to hold everybody to that standard. So where's the Kukut Asar? By Tzadik more than by anybody else. If Emes is Emes, then everyone's going to judge to the standard of Emes. So why by Tzadik is it different? So that's we have to explain this aside, it's very important because it's something which people make a mistake. And Bayez Hashem, when we explain this aside, then it will also answer the question. And that is like this. Now, when Mr. Hashem himself is going to say at the end of the show, Hashem is not the batter on anything. It's not that if a person thinks, look, I'm not such a psychic anyway, so Hashem looks up and looks some of the small things out there. It's like no big deal because, okay, I've got so many errors, a few more Hashem will kind of forget about. It doesn't look like that. Hashem is a dying Ashoki Tzedek, and every single thing is put in the scales. But if that's okay, what's the concept of being a Shemi Medaktik of So there's the biggest idea which you have to understand. But it's like this, I'm not going to talk about Tzedekim for a second, the Chotasaira, I'm going to talk about Tzedekim as a whole. And this is the Yisraeli which we've said in other contexts. Also, that's something which, which explains a lot to us. That is like this. Imagine. The level of Klai Yisrael in the middle. Klai Yisrael, Mishkan, we see the Shekhinah every day, we have Moshe Rabbein, we have Aaron HaKoyen, we see Rana Vanana Yaakovit, eating the morning from Hashanah. We have nothing to do with the rest of the world, we say from all the guys. And then the setting which is Mamish, 
so to speak, a greenhouse of kedusha. Now, is that in Israel in that setting? So let's say uh, one random Jew, whichever Nafdali or Asher, whatever you want, decides the is going to mishatik, he's going to get up early, he's going to move everyone to davening, and pull my effort to learning, and he's going to work one of the Shem. That's what we expect everybody to do. In a setting like that, which is so growth oriented, so God, that's what we should be doing. And let's say now we have some uh, other person in Israel, and he decides. Um, Forget it. Tomorrow he's going to break out of the camp somewhere and uh, run to, I don't know where, Eretz Adam and eat bread food. If such a thing would be possible, then it was. That is what we decided to do. So, how is it going to work? If everyone's on such a level, we do something like that, that's major. That's that's the rebellion. That's the tremendous crime. That's my first uh, example. And now, Let's talk about Klaistral today. And let's talk about Klaistral, which is not of Moshe, or Aaron, or the Shrena, or the Midbar, or anything. And we scatter with all the going. And let's say you have some Jew in some small town in the middle of nowhere, it doesn't even mean. And that Jew decides, tomorrow I'm going to be I'm going to get into my car, I'm going to drive 100 miles to go to Shul with me. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. For somebody like that, to, to so much effort, to just, just to go down with a minute, or to make this course. And let's have another Jew in that same little town, and he's holding by not much, and he decides that he's hungry, he's going to the nearest McDonald's, he's going to buy himself a non kosher meal. Is it an Avera? 100%. 100%. And Hashem is going to look at this person at non kosher, and Hashem is going to go back to our fellow in the midbar and say, that person at non kosher. But that's, how much, that, that's the, what the crime was. Hashem doesn't overlook that. The person at threat. But how bad the crime is, is based on the level of where the person was or where the person surrounding was. And therefore, for the Jew who hardly has anything, and that's the only food that's available to him, and he falls for it, that's the crime, but it doesn't compare to the Jew who was in a situation where he had better and was meant to do better and still did the same thing. And now, therefore, this is the system of, or the the system of why Kayisrael has such a hard time getting to Shlemus. And the answer is because there's an inverse proportion, which means the greater Klai Yisrael gets, the worse every Avera becomes. Because the greater we are, then every Avera is a train slash. Every Avera is a disaster. And therefore, in the midbar, Klai Yisrael complained, that's terrible, Magaifa. And Klai Yisrael aren't happy with the food, bang, they get punished. Because if you're that great, then every small thing becomes that much more significant. Because on your level, you shouldn't have done it. And therefore, as we get closer to Shlemus, Shlemus gets more difficult to achieve. But, in the other extreme too, that is the more Klaishol fall, so then the the severity of each Avera, isn't it? It's not an Avera. It's not that it's not an Avera. But, in the context, it's not as much of a Merida. It's not as much of a disaster. It's against the backdrop where Ki'ilu, the factors which can explain why a person did it, but on the other hand, it's the other way around. And that is then every mitzvah that a person does becomes so much more valuable. Because in the, in the situation where he was in, such a mitzvah entailed a lot. And that's why we have both sides of the story. The greater a person is, the more serious the Avera is. The smaller a person is, the, the, the bigger every mitzvah is. That doesn't mean a person shouldn't try to get bigger. It's partial. It should. But it's just to show you in contrast to where the person's holding, why, uh, why the Avera on that level is so much more serious. 
That's the idea of Hashem is Vedakta. It's called the level of a mitzvah. The level of a mitzvah. How do you determine it? What do you mean? It's not that Hashem ever overlooks an aver. But how much of a, so to speak, how, how Hashem treats the aver, how serious it is, will depend on the person. And therefore we say that when it's closer to Hashem, the closer the person is, the Nisara The aver is more severe. Hashem is more because, based on the person on that level to do that, that's a much bigger deal. That's the side of, of either an individual who's a tzaddik or the daughter that's a tzaddik. But in a case like that, the avarus of tzaddikim become a much bigger thing. Because other merchants of era was in the context of other merchants being in Ganeidin and in the context of not having a tzara, that made that a very terrible. More than if anybody at any other stage would have done the same thing wrong. In the context of where he was, that made the Avera something which was, which of the proportion that it was. Now, therefore, what we meant to learn from this? Two things. The first thing is, there isn't, there isn't a difference, so to speak, Torah, in the sense that what's in Avera is in Avera for anybody. But we see from the fact that Hashem is deductive by Tzadikim, what's called the Naveri. Dainu. Maybe the a level of punishment is more severe for a Tzadik. But nevertheless, the fact that something is wrong, is we already see from a Tzadik, uh, every little point is called wrong. And, and that's the important point. There could be, like in every court case, there could be first a verdict and then a sentence. The verdict is it right or is it wrong? And the sentence, what are we going to punish? Hashem is more medactic by tzaddikim, means that Hashem punishes more, severely. But the, 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 the standards of right and wrong are absolute. If it's wrong for a tzaddik, it's wrong for me. It's not more right or more wrong? No. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Just, he's going to be more accountable for it's it. It's not darker or lighter? But if it's MS, means there's always one MS. If something is wrong, it's wrong. If Abraham says, I may aid it, you're going to see the first example he gives, and that was a lack of emona, then if anybody would say there would be a lack of emona. Except, Abraham's held to a higher standard. And therefore, his punishment for it would be more than someone else's punishment for it. But that doesn't mean that for somebody else it's okay. That's, and that, that's the important point that I want to bring up. And we said beforehand, if the guy is going to be responsible for 10 seconds of Bittul Torah, so will every Jew. The Goyen might be more accountable for it because on his level of Asmada it was more uh, more it was more serious. But it doesn't mean that for somebody else it's right. If the Torah is MS and the person's held to the standard of MS, then what's right is right for everybody. And what's wrong is wrong for everybody. In other words, this notion that an Avera of a tzaddik becomes a mitzvah for somebody else isn't necessarily true. An Avera is an Avera. And Again, what was the incorrect? Is that an is an and remember that Hashem judges by the Torah. Hashem judges by the Torah, and the Torah is Torah's Emes. The only question is how much is a person going to be accountable for it will depend on the person's level, or the situation which is in. And if the guy with Marshal before, to eat not kosher is awesome. It's against the Torah. Regardless if the person is in the midbar and he broke out of the camp to go steal fruit from Amoy or Moyav and eat their trephus, or regardless if the person is in Siberia and there's nothing else to eat, and assuming it's not a cloth fish. And a bear is not there. Now, the question is, the circumstances of how Hashem is going to deal with Avera might be, will vary, for sure will vary, from person to person, from situation to situation, from one, one case to the next. That's the Hashem, how Hashem sentences, Hashem punishes. 
But what's right is right, and what's wrong is wrong. And that's the aside. That's the aside. There isn't a double standard in Torah. When Hashem will take up the Sefer Torah and say, everyone be held against to have to task of did you keep what's written in the Torah and everything that's in the Torah. It doesn't change from person to person. And no there's no dispensations. But you know, and this is always something we say to people going out into Kiruv. And that is, understand you're talking about people who are much further away and have a harder time coming back. And maybe there'll be leniencies in how Hashem deals with them, but we can never make an Avera into a non-Avera. The Torah is the Torah. And the Torah expects this Jew to keep Shabbos also. Fiddle Shabbos is Fiddle Shabbos. Oh, it's more difficult for me, he's never done in his life before, it's a much bigger challenge. Okay, Hashem takes it into account to decide how to deal with it. But that doesn't mean it's mutter. What's Osir is Osir. And it's talking about big things like Fiddle Shabbos, it's talking about the smallest thing in the world too. If times are 100% Amos, it's Shekhar. Whether it's Moshe Ben is saying it or some random mute, it doesn't matter anything else saying it. What's right is right, what's wrong is wrong. The standard is the gold standard of Torah. Now how Hashem deals with people, now there's a big range of how Kosh Rock is going to deal with somebody. I take all the other factors into account, and that's the Ha'ar Lahamoyinam. The Ha'ar Lahamoyinam is done things because you're not a big tzaddik, you're going to get judged to a different standard. You're going to get judged exactly the same standard. Yeah, that's the we'll see. We'll see. You're going to get judged exactly the same standard. How this is going to get punished is a different story. But first understand the standard Hashem judges it. So it's not that we'll be background, now we can look at the examples that Hashem gives. Let's see what his right is. So then with this in mind, the Arab police says, Avram, 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 Hashem calls him Avram, Avram, the one who loves me. And nevertheless, words which he wasn't meduktik enough for what he said, get punished for. Because he said to Hashem, when Hashem said, I'm going to give you a shot, Avram said, How do I know that? So there was a certain lack of betafel, maybe. In those words, Your children are going to go to Goddess for 400 years, and I can always explain. The fact that Kairos went into Goddess was because of Kairos was of Eves. Hashem punishes people for their wrong. Kairos at the time in Mitzrayim did whatever they did wrong, and they deserved the Goddess they got. But Abram had the desire of finding out of that. Why did Abram have to know about that? Why was Abram told in the book years before? And now your children are going to be suffering. For 400 years, they're going to be in subjugation. And they must be, because Abraham did something wrong. And that's why Hashem gave him that tzar as an oynish. Which means, which means, because he said, So Hashem said, you should know your children are going to be body. That was the, so to speak, the tzar that Abraham was. That's the one thing. And what the second thing, that was 400 years. Yeah, because the Shvatim, Yosef never got examined. They were living in comfort, they were living in, 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 in prestige, royalty. Uh, you have the next door, why? Because the next door did something wrong. Like the past success. And it's because they did wrong, they got punished. So we're not going to say that they, that they suffered because they were completely blameless for the sin of Abraham of Yitzhak Yaakov Yosef, like we said before, looked, took up at least 190 or 200 years and they didn't suffer. And what? When Kaisal did wrong, Kaisal suffered. But why is Abraham given the suffering? That he had to know about that. So it must have been did something wrong as well. So that's the first. The next example. It's going to take seven days until eventually you're going to get back and take care of the shop. So you see, for something small, that wrong gets punished. Same thing. When she said to give me children, and he said, what 
you're asking me for children. I'm not Hashem. I'm And he was right. He was right. He's not Hashem. He wasn't wrong what he said. But That's how you answer someone in distress. In other words, the tone was wrong. Not tone. Not the words. The way you said them was wrong. And on that, different punishment. It was his son too. But that's not the point right now. Because he didn't have give her the chance to do a chesed for his brother, maybe she would have helped him, brought him back. The person who denies chesed from his brother, from his friend, and then again, it's the same thing. Chazal also found fault with what Dina did, which is what happened to her. But Yaakov suffered from that too. Why did Yaakov deserve to suffer that to Dina? Because there was something small that he did wrong. And now once again, if there was a time on Yaakov, then there was an objective time. So we see how far the din goes. If Yishe you remember me also when you came out of the bar and you relied on the Salamashkin to help you. Even though, think about it, he hasn't been there for 10 years, no one had bothered to notice him. And now eventually, someone's going out of the base of Sarah, no one had ever left before. So he says, Please, like, put in a good word for me. For yesterday, that was wrong. He told us to stay shining, come out of the front of Rafa. We've got another two years in jail. I think about this when I asked someone. Right? Another one. Yes, he has one. Because he embalmed his father. Without Hashem agreeing, he should never have done that. Yaakov Avinu would never have. Nothing would happen to him, like every tzaddik. Or if he should shama at the chavinu b'shata, or his brothers, whatever the reason is going to be, therefore he died. Yeah, mess is not often. What's the market? This is the market. There's a mechlekes in the midrash. Why is it that he had the wall of shata? And these are two answers. Either because he heard them say at the chavinu, or because he started to embalm his father. Whichever one is going to be, but your story is, and you see that that was something wrong. And it's that Hashem punishes. Again, the severity of the punishment is the feeling of the person. But you see already, this is called wrong. Okay, so that's we are in the middle of us, and tomorrow we'll finish the rest, and then we'll see at the end how he himself, the himself, sums up the rest of the rest of the